Podcast number three. I'm your host, Matthew Skelhorn of the Hit or Miss Podcast. Why do I talk like this? I realized that I talk with like a with like a robot voice. A lot of people came up with me that and I, I denied it, but I'm I'm listening to myself and I really sound like a broken jukebox, but with only like three vocal cords. Or like three, like three different tones. Like, ah, uh, uh. This episode is brought to you by the podcast of, uh, uh, you know what I mean? I may be the only one who understands what I mean. But maybe I just need to, maybe I just need to relax a bit, you know? Sit back, glass of whiskey at like 9am, it's cold as balls. It's so cold outside. It's so cold inside. Inside, I'm freezing. Now, did I open the window? Yeah. Did I open a window? Yes. I opened the window inside. I opened the window inside because I sleep well when it's cold. But right when I get up, like right when I take out the blanket, put my feet on the ground, right away I'm cold, right away. Because I don't have socks when I sleep. Like I don't wear socks when I sleep. I just, I have my boxers on. And that's it. I don't know why I just said that. But, um, and I say, but, um, dude, I say, but, um, all the time. Like, I edit out so much ums. So much ums are edited out. And there's still some. I know there's still some. Or maybe I shouldn't edit it out. Just because it, it, it reflects who I am and maybe it'll... Allow me to pass over the butt ums a lot quicker. If we were playing that same game in How I Met Your Mother, I don't know if any of you watch How I Met Your Mother, but if if we're playing the How I Met Your Mother game where when Robin says butt um, you think you'll get drunk with that, hey, listen to this podcast unedited. Intoxication incoming, I'm telling you. But anyways, um, I'm going to try to just... Give less fucks. I mean, I started reading this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I think it's called like that. By and I, I used to say it's Mark Norman, but it's actually that's not the author's name. I don't remember the author's name, but it's not Mark Norman. But I said Mark Norman a, a, a bit to other people. And um, they all said like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that book. Probably because of the, the title. But, I mean, I really thought the author was Mark Norman. But whatever. Um Boom, I just said, um, boom, I just said, um, fuck. Anyways, this podcast, let's just, let's just get to the podcast. This podcast is a bit different than my first two ones. And, um, I actually, and, um, and, um, I actually have a guest and she is in journalism with me. She has, she also has like a few platforms that she's built on her own which is very interesting to for me anyway and i will i will 
I'm having so much issues this Monday morning. But anyways. Why is it so hard to speak? I don't, I don't understand why it's so hard. But anyways. She is... She's a founder of It Was Captured. She also has another segment that we talked about during our conversation. So without any further ado, I will pass it on over to the conversation and I will be right back with you guys. All right. I think it's recording now. Um, I'm joined by Adriana Gentili, a fellow student of journalism, also uh, the founder of It Was Captured and a host of Captured in the Spotlight. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. So, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on. Thank you for being my first guest. I really appreciate it. So first, uh, I know we talked a bit before, but how are things with COVID and how, how is uh, coping with, with, that, with that situation? I'm good. I'm managing well. I think uh, time management skills are important. So like scheduling everything, getting everything done on the right, uh, in the right time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand. We're, we're all trying our best despite of what's going on. Um, but I would like to get, get straight to it because I've noticed a lot of things that you've done um, ever since we've started in journalism. I think other students as well noticed that you're already kind of in the industry with, with what you have built and it was captured and uh, captured in the spotlight. I think the thing that I noticed the most is that I see you have a passion for musical artists, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I'd like to know, how did that start? Like, before you even started this this whole It Was Captured, um, I, I was about to say company, but I guess it is a company uh, at some stage. But uh, how did it start? So I always had a passion for music and concerts since a young age. I always used to attend concerts with my sisters and my friends. And I had an interest in meeting the artists after the show when I would talk about the creative process and where they get their inspiration from and such. And then... Um, I just continued with it and it became a passion. That's cool. That's cool because then I, I went more on a deep dive of, especially on your Instagram and I saw pictures with so many, not only musical artists, but, but celebrities and, and actors and famous um, athletes as well. So other than the, the musical artist aspect, like with the people that you met, and well, I, I, I like noted down a few that I want to ask, like how did it go like for a few of them? But in general, like, how does someone meet so much of these A-list celebrities slash athletes uh, and on and on? I think it's important to stay informed. So if you hear that a celebrity is coming to your city, I follow their social media and try to go from there. Usually there's a lot of events that happen in Montreal. So Oshiaga, uh, Just for Laughs. And even if you're walking around the city, you can run into someone. It's that easy. So. Mm. My friend and I used to do it as a hobby. So attending concerts, sometimes after the shows, the artists stay in and like to chat as well. So That's cool. And then you just wait at the end and, and well, especially just for laughs. I understand a bit more of that demographic, but even other, um, other famous people in general, that's cool though. That's cool because now I'll, I'll, go, I'll get into right away because I have a few that I, I want to know like how, how they are or if you had a chat with them or, or whatnot, but um, I don't know if you know, I'm a really big um, combat sports fan. And I saw they had took a picture with Floyd Mayweather. Um, so first of all, I know, I know in the past, I've, I, I knew he came to Montreal at one point because he had a party at Beach Club. I don't know if, does it have to do with the same time you met him? 
Yes, around the same time. He, exactly. He was in town for that event. Okay. So, but did you go to Point Calumet at that show or you were in Montreal? Uh, I was in Montreal. So my one of my closest friends is a big fan and she really wanted to meet him. So we're just walking downtown and we happened to like actually run into him. No way. So you just ran into him on the streets. <laughs> and so his security was a bit like, like tight yeah <laughs> like go ahead so um we actually had the chance to take a picture with him it, it happened very quickly okay and i don't think like anyone else got really a chance to get a picture except us two so we were very lucky at that point <laughs> that's cool how, how does it feel being around someone like that though is there like a different feeling in the air when when you when you know what he's accomplished in life and he's like known worldwide do you feel that like when you get closer to someone of that magnitude I think when when I fr- when I first started this hobby, it was it got like it was like oh wow. But then as I go on, like I just realized they're normal people and having conversations yeah. with them, it's it's so interesting to like know what they've been through and. That's that's cool. So you kind like, of got like you got over like the these butterfly feelings, I guess, because I would I would freeze up if <laughs> I like I went to Just for Laughs last year two years ago. Two years ago, and I went to go see a um, uh, like a live podcast with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, and I was like really close. I was like in the second row, and I was just in the second row. I didn't even meet them, and I actually saw Bobby Lee walk in before, and just that, my heart was racing. And there was questions at the end, and I wanted to ask a question, but I couldn't even stand up because I was like so I was so stressed. So I would have to get more involved to like remove that stress at some point. I think it also depends on who you like too. So like I'm a big fan of the Jonas Brothers. And when I met them the first couple of times, like on my way out, Nick Jonas grabbed my shoulder. He's like, thank you for coming. And I just froze. I'm like, uh, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And I'm like, wow. And I walked out. I'm like, wow, an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So it really depends, I guess. Yeah, but you you do have a lot of experience in it, and I've seen like I also saw a clip of you, um, in that famous like I don't remember I know in French is Music Plus, but I think it's in English. I you may have been in Toronto, I assume, when you ha- asked that question to Cody Simpson. No, that was actually in Montreal. That was in Montreal. Yeah, so okay. we used to have a studio downtown Music Plus, and like a lot of artists used to. Oh, and that's another thing. A lot of use artists used to go visit there, and you would have to sign up for tickets, and they selected a certain amount of people to go and attend the sh- like mini performance interview type. Okay, yeah, because like I remember when I was like younger, I used to watch these types of shows, and when I saw you ask that question, all that like wrote, it gave me a bit of nostalgia of what I used to watch in the past, and you were actually one of these persons that asked the question. Which I found really interesting. Did you like sign up like always and then finally you got a spot or did it happen like right away? Well, most of the time I, I was lucky enough to get in and win. And wow, okay. that day that Cody Simpson was there, I actually saw the host at the time was Shelly Sauvé. And so I said, I'm a big fan. Do you mind if I ask a question? And she's like, yeah, sure. And so she brought us all the way to the front of the crowd, which we were lucky. And I got to ask a question live on TV. Um, and everyone's like oh wow you're so lucky oh my god and we we're able to take photos with him and talk for a bit so wow nice. <laughs> that's cool and and i assume you're also a fan of of his as well i used to be i've grown out of it <laughs> yeah no that, that makes sense but at the time <laughs> yeah i meant at the time but uh damn that's cool so 
when and I'll first first before I, I continue the, the last one that I wanted to talk to you in terms of like the celebrities that you've met was you actually had an interview with Jesse McCartney right well it wasn't so much an interview or well you, you had like a well there was a, a chat of at least like two three minutes if I'm not mistaken yeah and so how did that come about how like how does that work because you just ask and you like shoot your shot and and for like somehow it, it it came through well for this one i emailed their manager and they actually answered back and said that he doesn't have time for an interview with me but then i saw that there was a contest and so i entered and won that and there's this app where you could connect with celebrities and buy the meeting like a talk with them so okay uh, i did kinda it like, through that app kind of like cameo or, or some of these uh, apps? i forget what it's called honestly uh I forget what it's called by heart but anyways you get to talk with him for like a minute or two and you get like a picture okay cool so that's, i was lucky enough cool. to I win mean, that <laughs> no I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay for like a chat with him for a minute you know no of course not but at the same time like it's really good experience to have especially in our stage of where we're at and um that's where i want to get to next is is like where we're at in journalism but what what are your plans like Obviously, we, we finished journalism at school, but what's your plans afterward, um, mixing it in with, with what you do now? So as you know, I'm a really, really passionate about music. So I want to get into that area of expertise, but I know that it's difficult and it's going to take a lot of hard work. So I thought maybe starting in radio, working my way up from there, because I know local artists or artists, when they come to the city, they go to radio stations. Okay. And so... We'll see where it takes me, I guess. Yeah. Oh, of course, as long as you said, hard work is, it works wonders. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, so, so that's awesome. And I assume that's probably why you started the new segment that you have, well, recently, um, Captured in the Spotlight. Is that, that, is that what kind of brought you to, to like kind of branching off it was captured and, and kind of making something out of it? Yes. So my first plan was to have an actual set set up in my house, but then with COVID and everything, it didn't pan out. Mm -hmm. And I wanted something different than just the basic interviews of entering, um, interviewing stars. So I decided like, what if they performed? So then I started capturing the spotlight spontaneously and I reached out to artists and they were happy to to enter and send me submissions and then I started it from there. I'm starting a second season soon, which is a bit different than the first one. It's more of a docu-series and getting an in-depth uh, in <laughs> look inside the artist's like life and how they started and everything. And then they're going to perform a song. Cool. So, so kind of like, um, I get what you mean. Like they introduce themselves, they talk about a bit like uh, who they are and then they, and then you show their song. That's, that's a really good idea. Cause I, I remember you telling that to me before, um, by text but uh do you already have like some episodes coming up do you already know some local artists that you can mention already so i put up a form on my on my page and some artists have reached out and then others i've looked up and reached out to them i've done a couple of interviews so i have to have it edited and then i'm going to a studio to film my intros to the episode and then i'm going to put everything together and also a local Montreal artist, Pat Rossi, is offered to actually write me a, a theme song to the show. So that's going to be cool. Wow, that's so cool. So you're going to make a specific song for, for like your intro, basically. Yeah. That's awesome. So everything's going to be brand new. It's exciting. Yeah. 
that's cool that's like exciting news and i hope it works well i mean i think it like it already got picked up by like a news broadcast at some point right well i was reaching out to local outlets and uh, city news saw my page and they wanted to do an interview with me so i had an interview with them and it aired on new year's eve actually that that must have been like a, a surreal moment no it was <laughs> And I remember my parents as they watched the newscast, like the uh, tears shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like you're on TV. I mean, when we were kids, we would see people on TV, and it would be like, imagine if I'm on TV one day. And now, and that was actually like for you, which I think makes it even more special. It's not like, uh, for example, when you ask a question to Cody Simpson, it's it's more like you're a fan there. But this one was like they reached out to you, you had an interview with them, and they broadcasted you on their on their outlet. I find that, I find that awesome. Thank you. No problem. And like, when did you know you wanted to like get into this industry? Like, did you know at a young age that you were always going to be in the journalism field slash in the musical field or has it changed? I think I always hoped I would be, but a lot of people saw it like as a, like I saw it as a pipe dream. And a lot of people said like, Oh, it's a hard industry to get into. You're going to have to work a lot. So I went for my second passion, but then I realized it's not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. So I told myself, like, I owe myself a chance to try. And if I fail, then I fail. But at least I know I've tried. So then I built my, up my own page and I, I was like trying to get out there. And I'm working my way up, I guess. Of course, of course. That's that's the best way to do it. And if you don't mind me asking, what was your other passion that you realized wasn't your passion? Well, I really like working with children. So I got a deck in early childhood education and I've been working in daycare and I love it, but I don't see it myself doing it for the rest of my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I see what you mean. And it's important to, to focus on what you really feel like doing. And this is an industry where it's really hard to excel in. But as you said again before, hard work beats everything and... Um, hopefully we both strive through all of this uh, and come out on top. No, I mean, I'd rather try and possibly fail than not have tried at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very important. Damn. Well, this, th- this was fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have a lot of other questions, but not going to lie. It's just, I'm still a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous and it's like kind of all new to me, but it's super fun to do this. And I'm glad to have know a bit more about you because you are uh, evidently a student that stood out to me because of what you've built already. And I was curious as to know as how that all came about. And I'll, like as a fellow student, I'll always support it. And I'll always um, help you if ever you need help. And, and yeah. And other than that, do you have any other topics that you'd like to, to, to cover? Did we cover everything? I think we pretty much went over everything. I just want to thank you again for all the nice comments and for your support. No, no problem. No problem. Anything for fellow students. And I I hope that, I hope that we can um, get back to school in September and actually have an experience of, of all being together as a group versus just always on our laptops. And I mean, it's kind of, it's starting to, to be dreadful. I feel. I know it's not the same for sure. Mm-hmm. Ha- have you been it to campus at all yet or not even once no not even once oh because like i went a few times just to get books and like it's so nice 
like our building is so nice too and it's like we're like this building surrounded and we're we're close to the stadium too i believe it just seems like like such a vibe to be honest like it seems like such an awesome place to be it sucks that we can't be there but uh hopefully we can be there soon yeah who knows (laughs) (laughs) i know but um other than that I thank you very much for coming on as my first guest and I hope to have you on anytime again soon. But thank you. Thank you again very much. My pleasure and good luck with everything that you're starting as well. Thank you. All right. So there you have it. The conversation I had with Adriana Gentili. It was, it was very fun to speak with her. All of her details, like her Instagram page and her Facebook page will be in the description below. So check it out. She has a lot of cool things coming up and I wouldn't want anyone to miss it. Um, And thank you very much again, Adriana, if you're listening to this. Thank you um, for being my first guest on Hit or Miss. And yeah, it's really fun. I think I'll have a lot more people on every week, whoever it may be. It's it's good practice for me at the same time. I am typically a curious person that likes to learn new things. And I'm also talking like this again. I really, I have to find a way to stop talking like that. I need to be more... Be more human, you know? Less robotic, more human. Put that on a t-shirt. But no, for real, it was it was really fun. And I'm planning on getting a lot more people every week or hopefully every other week, depending on, on how the semester goes. But overall, it's very fun and, and it's a cool experience. And all feedback is will be taken. I'm here to learn as well. So let me know if... I fucked up or or if I fucked up one or the other let me know but yeah anyways before ending the podcast I know there is a UFC event next week I feel like it's a bit under the radar but there's two interesting fights which again it's involving the main event and co-main event but what's what's the most interesting thing about this card is that it's at the UFC Apex and usually when there's fights at the UFC Apex, the octagon is a lot smaller. And now think of two of the biggest heavyweights colliding in a smaller octagon. That seems quite interesting to me. And uh, the main event is Overeem versus Volkov. I know that Overeem, when he fights, he likes to take the distance but it'll be very difficult for him to take the distance. And Volkov will not tower over Overeem, but it it will be interesting to see. I don't have a pick on that fight. I may have later during the week. But as of now, I'm just excited for that main event um, just because of, of the octagon being a bit smaller. So I kind of expect a knockout. So I, I think there'll be a knockout. And I mean, that's what's fun. Heavyweight knockouts, it's... It's it's fun. It sucks for them, but it's it's fun for fans. And uh, yeah, the co-main event is Edgar versus Sandhagen. That's also an interesting fight, also because of the the, the fact that the octagon is is smaller. Uh, I know that Edgar uses a lot of the octagon, and he's been in the octagon. I think he's the one of the fighters that's been most in the octagon in terms of time. And now him fighting in a in a smaller octagon may either impact him or favor him depending on how he approaches this fight. I know he's a bit older. He won his bantamweight debut because it is at bantamweight. 
He won his debut versus Munoz split decision, and he is getting old. Whereas when Sandhagen is is kind of uh, he's comfortable at that at that weight, and he's fought some tough guys before. My my gut feeling says Sandhagen, but we all know how my predictions go. Never go as intended by me, which is awesome. So make money. Hey, bet against me. You'll make money. For now. For now. I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to get better at this. Slowly but surely. And aside from that, I, I don't have much else to talk about that card. I think that the main event and the co-main event is, is the most important fights on that card. I may be wrong. There may be some sleepers. It may be a sleeper card. Uh, but there's only one way to find out, and that's to tune in on Saturday night and, and watch the fights. But yeah, I think I will end it there. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope to get more guests as the weeks come by. Let me know what you guys think. As I said before, all feedback is, is much appreciated. And I will I promise I will learn how to speak in a normal voice. And not in a robot voice. Because I, I, it's annoying myself too. It's annoying myself too. Now I, I, I know it's probably nerves. I'm stressed still of doing this. It's the pandemic. I mean, it's cold in my basement. You know, I tried to quit coffee, but I came back on it. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's because I came back on coffee. I quit on coffee for like two and a half weeks, maybe even three weeks. And I, I've never felt better. But unfortunately, uh, coffee took my heart again, and it makes it beat really fast. Okay, I think I think I have to go. I have to go. But I will see you guys next week, and next week we will talk about the UFC 258 main event in Gilbert Burns versus Usman. That's an interesting one to cover. So tune in next week if you want to hear my thoughts and predictions on that fight happening February 13th. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Hit or Miss, Hit or Miss podcast. And see you guys all next time.